there's probably nobody who loves a good drug scene more than Vince and Jack. It's very rare that I have like a long and good fart. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that thinks Vladimir Putin should get fucked like the U.S. fucked Bin Laden. Fuck Bin Laden. Hey. Fuck Bin Laden. Hey. What a piece of shit. Yeah. How is it that nobody, like a good person, just becomes a dictator? You know, just let let somebody just become a dictator and then they're nice and they're good and they take care of their country. Why are they always the pieces of shit? It's because like the only way to become a dictator is force. Yeah, well, that's stupid. We need some polite people to to rise up and uh, just um, nice their way into uh, positions of power. Yeah. I mean, it it makes me sick watching what's happening. It makes me sick to think that somebody can just roll on into your country because they want to and try to take over. Meanwhile, they're killing women and children and people who a couple of days ago were just minding their own business. It just breaks my heart. And, and it's hard for me to see that on TV and then to just, I, I don't know, I, it, I feel guilty that I can watch that on TV and then just turn it off and scroll on TikTok or, you know, watch a funny movie or go to my fridge and have you know, fucking popsicle or something, you know, it just, it doesn't, it just feels weird. Makes me thankful. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thankful, but my heart really, really hurts for the people of Ukraine. And we're recording this on uh, March 1st. So by the time you hear this, man, there's no telling what's going to, going to be happening, but it's not looking good right now with what I think Russia is about to start doing. And that's, they're just going to start bombing the fuck out of civilians to try to get uh, Zelensky to uh, wave the white flag. And, I, I don't know where our listeners stand on this, but I think the world needs to get together and just bomb the fuck out of those Russian convoys and just stop this shit. Because it, it's just, it's not right to just watch a fucking bully. You know, there there's crimes of commission and there's crimes of omission. And I'm not calling it a crime, but people who stand by, like in school, and watch bullies do shit. Yeah, that's, we learned in school, bystanders are just as bad as the bully. Yeah, yeah. And it just... How can we just fucking sit there and watch these people just, I just don't. And if they have a 40 kilometer long convoy, yeah, that's got to be a lot of their yeah. forces. Like yeah. if that was to be bombed, they would just be fucked. Uh, exactly. Let, It'd let's... be easy too. All you got to do is fly a plane over. I guess they have anti-air, so it'd be a little bit harder. Dude, you can bomb... America can figure something out. You... I mean, we're fucking America. You can bomb from so far away. But isn't it like... If we fuck with Russia, we fuck with China, and that's really bad. Not necessarily, but but I mean, if we were to blow up all of their shit, I don't, th- I don't think so. I, that's I think war, it, though. Yeah, if if we were to go over and bomb Moscow and places like if we that, were to kill Putin, that's different. If yeah. we were just to go stop what's happening, I mean, yeah, it, it's war. Putin would think it's war, and that and that guy's fucking crazy, and he's got nukes, and there's you know, if he's getting his ass pounded. He just may send some nukes, and it could turn into World War III. I, I get that it's the a, entire world. I get that it's a precarious situation, and and there's not necessarily a right answer. It just it just sucks watching what what's happening and what's probably going to happen tonight, tomorrow, the next day. It just it really makes me feel ill. Yeah, but the one thing that Ukraine has going for it is 
you fight harder for your home Mm -hmm. than you fight abroad. Yeah. But anyway, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is a uh, a milestone episode, number 150. Dang. I was going to say 180. No. I was like, 180 is a milestone? I just forgot. Are you what fucking I, kidding? I forgot what episode it was. 120. No, that's 30. Fuck. I'm so dumb. Gosh, I wish you paid attention. Why do I need to pay attention to episode like numbers unless it's like 100, 200, 300? Like it used to be I was much closer, but now it's just like I'm lost in the hundreds. All right, I'm going to ask you next time what episode it is and see if you get it right. Well, now... It's 151, it'll be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's not dilly-dally here because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. That was a close one. I think I failed. Necessarily-ated, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure is what you said, but... All right. First of all, you remember how we paid Amy underscore fart 69 to fart for us? How could I forget? All right. So since we're not making money on the podcast, I thought maybe we could branch out a little bit and maybe start our own uh, farting shout outs on the show to kind of bring in some uh, income. What are your What are your thoughts on that? No. Oh, well, that's too bad because I did a little practicing. Would you Would you like to hear it? Oh, did you just like keep recording your farts or? Maybe. Wow. Okay. All right. So I, I, got, uh, I got 11 of them for you. So uh, really, oh no! <laughs> you probably had to narrow it down to eleven. No, I didn't. These were the eleven There's that I recorded. No way you had eleven good farts. Well, just y- in a row. You be the judge if they're if they're good or not. So All just right. just keep in mind that you know I'm I'm new at this, and so you know you always kind of suck at the Some beginning. Protein bars, but but then uh, you know you you get better over time, just like the podcast. So uh, all right, here here's my first attempt. Hey, happy birthday, baby. <laughs> that was too short. Was that in the car? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's so weird that you would just like think to start doing this, but I really liked your I liked your message on that one. Yeah, so happy I'm, birthday, baby. I didn't always think through the messages too well. well. Yeah, because you're trying to hold it in until you're ready to <laughs> blow. Record. Yep. But at the same time, yep. if you hold it in too long, it goes away and you lose it forever. And that happened several times. So all right, all right, here's a well, well, what'd you think of that one? Uh, that was, I mean, the caption was good. The fart, I wish, had a little more punch to it. All right. Well, here's my, and these are these are in the order that they actually went in too. I didn't, I didn't uh, reshuffle. That was the them. first one you ever that was, tried. That was the first one I ever okay. tried. Here, here's number two. Hey, Eric, happy birthday from the boys at Movie Muggin. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> okay, you just straight up copied her with the like the uh, again. I'm panicking. <laughs> I, I don't have a script written out in front of me. She has a script written out, and then she yeah. adds a little bit at the end. How hard is that at the end to add that? All right, here's uh, here's uh, number three. Shout out to Petunia. This one goes out to you, <laughs> sweetheart. Hope you dug it. <laughs> Who the fuck is named Petunia? I don't know. Again. <laughs> I like that one, but all your farts are just like Ziploc bags. <laughs> well, they get better. Okay. All right, here, here's part number four. One. All right. They're also bone dry. Shout out to my main man, Marcellus Wallace. This one's for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That was a classic toot noise. Yeah. This next one um, was in the bathroom, so you'll hear a little <laughs> echo for this one. And yeah, Vincent Vega, I didn't forget you. <laughs> okay. All right, that's that's number five. So we're halfway through. What are you? What are your thoughts so far? This is awesome. I'm right, really good. enjoying this. All right, here's part number six. How about a driving down the street fart for you, Clyde? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm doing 100 miles an hour too. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> Petunia and Clyde, two yeah. names that haven't been used since like the <sighs> 1910s. I feel like. Here's fart number seven. Hey, Dick. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to have one now. <laughs> Short and sweet. Yeah, that one had a, a little tone. <laughs> what? Fart number eight. Hey, Gary, this is for you, just because. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Fart number nine. Hey, Kylie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Wow. Damn, that was my best one yet. <laughs> All for Kylie? Yep. That was a really good one. Yep. That was your longest. Well, hold up. These last two I did today, and I'm pretty proud of them. So You just got home like, not that long ago. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, Gary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Gary's going to be so happy with this. <laughs> I did my last one for Gary, too. So here's uh, the final one, number 11. Hey, Gary. Happy birthday once again. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Getting good at this. <laughs> uh, just like I said, <laughs> happy birthday again. <laughs> you, you gave him a birthday gift twice and the one just because. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's none of my farts are ever like it's very rare that I have like a long and good fart. I got to tell you, man, I, it might be the protein bars, but like I have to clench so often at work. I do, too. Really? Yeah. I, it's weird how in like different public settings, I'll get like really gassy. Yeah. Like it's just random. Like I'm not like that at home. If I was as gassy at home as I am at work, I'd be farting tons. I don't fart tons. You know, why is it not okay just to let it fly? Do you know how much more wonderful this world would be if like you could just like you're in a you're in a board meeting or something and you just lift up and just let one go? Man, everybody would be happy. But like no one would laugh anymore though, would they? Are you kidding? After a long time of America normalizing farts, would they still be funny? I say yes. I would hope so, because they. Make but I can see a future where it would start to get old. Not for me. Not for me either. <laughs> but like they would just lose that surprise grossness factor a little bit. I think it would just be really, really funny to be in a room full of people, and then someone just lets one go really loud, and everybody laughs, or, or somebody just a silent but deadly, and the first person who smells is like, "Oh my gosh!" And then everybody <laughs> just kind of starts laughing. Yeah, dude, there wouldn't be wars. It would humanize the workplace a lot more. Yeah, like it in would. a corporate meeting, the presenter like farts real bad, and they're like mic'd up, so it's like close enough. And it would make things much easier for me. 
Because and me. And you can't clench and walk at the same time. I've told you before, I've been walking up the stairs with people and I've had to stop and like pull my cell phone out of my pocket to <laughs> like I got an important message that I have to pause on and the it's stairs so to read. Important. You can't read it Gosh. at the same time. Like today I was in a in a meeting and the meeting was over and I was sitting in my chair and I was the closest to the door and I was holding one in. And I just, I, I did not want people to just get up and like start walking toward the door. And I'm just in the way because I can't get up. Cause if I do, I'm just going to fart out loud. <laughs> I did. I smothered so many in, in there. <laughs> so many, but so you like what you heard? Yeah, yeah. that was great. Right. The last like three or so were actually like pretty good. Yeah. My, my last one, Substance. I'm really proud of number 11. Let's listen to that one more time. Number hey, 10 too. Happy birthday once again. Damn. Play number 10. I'm getting good at this. <laughs> Here's number 10. Happy birthday to you, Gary. <laughs> pulling up a zipper. You would have thought it would stop it. Yeah. Boink, boink, but it went boink, boink, boink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So Gary's going to love that so much. Well, good. Hey, there's plenty more where that came from, I promise. <laughs> I kind of want to start trying this now. Go ahead, man. And if you would like a special shout out, I will put our cash app uh, up there. Before <laughs> oh, <too> <laughs> come on. No, the farts are free here at Movie Muggin'. If you want a fart shout out, just send it on in and I'll uh, I'll make one for you for free. <laughs> It might take a while, though, because we're not just going to go out and buy a bunch of Bush's baked beans. Dude, obviously, I don't have to. <laughs> it it must be my uh, Kirkland's protein bars. I'll be like a guest appearance on it, probably. I don't... <laughs> I see your little excitement. Yeah, because I w- like having a big fart, but like I never thought about recording it. Got a little sparkle in your eyes. Yeah. All right, so I'm glad you, glad you like that. That was awesome. All right, it's been a couple episodes, so what do you say we get into a little Last Jack? Uh, uh, uh. Keep up the great fucking work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this question comes from the one and only Gary from Oklahoma, who I happen to wish a happy birthday to several times. (laughs) If you could travel to space, what discovery besides aliens would you want to be known for? Hmm. This isn't my answer. This would be a fallback answer. But finding, like, water and... A breathable atmosphere would be, you'd just be that guy that saved humanity, you know? Like, that'd be cool. Um, Boring. I Yeah, I mean, besides aliens, there's not too much. I mean, really, you got planets, solar systems, stars, different things. Or like, well, like, maybe there's something on the other side of the sun that is just really fucking, like, freakish. That, like... It wouldn't be aliens, but maybe there's, like, this huge, like, metal structure. Not, like, the Death Star, not, like, the International Space Station, but, like, some sort of non-natural just thing. And maybe it's in ruins, and it's, like, evidence of, like, space warfare. That would be fucking insane. That would be pretty wild. Yeah, definitely something like that. If you did discover an alien race... What would they look like? Like a, my, my first thought's always Greedo from <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, he's a good alien. Yeah, he just has the classic look. I love the color he is, mm-hmm. that bluish green um, with those eyes and the Shrek ear for nose. Mm-hmm. He's just got it. Um, I like the cantina guys that are playing too. Yep. 
Yeah. It's hard to, I feel like. You've seen too many movies, so it's, at, it's hard to come up with something original. At first thought, like that's something I'd have to think about and I'd have to just keep drawing things until I found something. Oh, that looks cool. Because, like, you know, the whole question of try to think of a new color and it's not possible. That's how that question is for me at first. Like, I don't think I could answer that. But would you want them to have, like, regular arms and legs like us? Or would you want them to have, like, tentacles or okay, I, I, similar to us? I would not want them to be mistakable for humans. But humanoidish. I would, yeah. I wouldn't want them to be some tentacle monster in a ship who, like, speaks blah, blah, blah. Like, the Wingnut and Bob. I would not want them to look like that. Um, definitely humanoid-ish, probably different color. If they do look like humans, I'd love for them to be like a Greedo color. Like that's just such a good color for aliens. Um, I'd be scared if their technology was like way ahead of ours. But to me, what's the point of an alien in like a movie or a piece of media if they're not ahead of us, you know? Yeah, they just sail here on a wooden ship. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> so stupid. Like I would definitely want ray guns, disintegration rays, definitely a cool looking ship. No, nothing stupid. UFOs are really cool. I like the whole, like, whatever you'd call it, ray. The ray that picks people and cows up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a butt problem. I love the mystery, and I feel like just the classic UFO that can, like, cloak and that can just kind of be around, that's probably the number one ship idea. But I like the idea of, like, a mothership, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Where, where they all go back and it just hovers above the planet they're on. Mm. So, like, instead of having cars, they have their UFOs. Like, oh, time to go to work, honey. (laughs) Well, maybe they could come down and fuck Vladimir Putin like the military fuck Bin Laden. Fuck Bin Laden. Hey. Fuck Bin Laden. Hey. Fuck Bin Laden. All right, so going back to Greedo, what do you say we do a uh, fuck, Mary kill Star Wars alien edition? Okay, I know Jabba's in it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, come on. Uh, that's a kill all day long. Oh, yeah. So how about a female Greedo, which we'll call Greta. Okay, um, following Spanish conjugation. <laughs> yep. Um, a, uh, a female Wookiee and a, uh, a female Tuscan Raider or Sand People. Oh, God. Is bestiality illegal in <laughs> Star Wars? No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, sand people. I guess I, I'd... <laughs> I would fuck Greta. <laughs> um, I would marry... What would you call female Chewbacca? Um, it already ends in an A. Shebacca? <laughs> okay, I'd marry Shebacca because they're fiercely loyal and will do anything for you. That's true. I'm, I probably made that too easy. <laughs> and then I'd kill the sand person but the thing with the sand person is you never know what's underneath that face mask and, and that robe man it, i don't it, care with the noise they make i think i've judged enough could be beautiful though all right i, I think i made it too easy with uh with with shibaka but we'll uh oh, we, we may revisit this sometime because there there are a lot of uh characters in the star wars universe you could have added the guy with the long head from the jedi council that would have made things interesting i can't picture that He's got the really like long head, blue lightsaber, white mustache thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember him. Yeah. So we'll do a male version of it sometime. Okay. 
you can just flop them around. It don't really matter. Or we, we could do the uh, the tiny section where we got Yoda, a Jawa, and an Ewok. <laughs> uh, Ewoks are all furry, but you never know what's underneath a Jawa outfit. <laughs> yeah, but they're all like three feet tall, so okay. it would just feel wrong. All right, but uh, let's table that and revisit at some point. Okay. All right, and that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. Keep up the great fucking work. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, today's movie came out in 2012. Uh, it's rated R, obviously. Runtime of one hour and 59 minutes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 93%, while the audience gave it an 82%. Uh, IMDb gave it 7.4 out of 10 stars. The Mormon mothers tell us that there's violence and that people take drugs and then act high, which I presume is they're talking about the actors acting in their roles, pretending to be high for the movie. Okay. I just thought it was interesting that they worded it that way. Um, this movie is called Looper. Okay. Probably heard of it. Yeah, Bruce Maybe Willis even, yeah, and um, and uh, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a little bit about this. And I think, if I remember right, uh, Film Stripping did an episode on this a while back. So I was just thinking, you said 2012, and, and I was thinking of a movie, I think, that came out in 2012. Has one of us ever guessed, based on what year it came out, based on the Mormon Mothers, what movie it was correctly? I don't think just based solely off that information— I think it also had to do a lot with context because I think we've like had in mind like, Oh, he, this is the movie he picked. I know he's going to say it, but is because there's been hints dropped in episodes before we've talked about the movie before. Like, Oh yeah, I need to play that. And it's a movie we already know about or something like that. It's never been, this came out in 2012. It's two hours. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it this. There's violence and, a gunshot. No one's ever been like, oh, yeah, that's Jenko Unchained. I don't think. I feel like I've got one right one time. It's going to be impossible to find. I wouldn't doubt you, but if you, if you can find it. Hey, so. If, a lot of work, though. If you want to take up that challenge, listeners, <laughs> um, and the first one to email me an episode where one of us guessed what it was before it was announced, let me know, and I will send you a movie mug and T-shirt. Oh, how about that? How about that? How about that? How about that for a fucking reward to get people to do some monotonous work? Listening to movie mugging is never monotonous work. But to go through all 150, they don't necessarily have to. They could just scroll down and just fucking like roulette. Okay, episode 87. Who would do that? I don't know, man. Somebody who wants a movie mug and t-shirt for free. Well, I mean, it would who be... the fuck wouldn't do that for a movie mug and t-shirt? But that's what I want to skip to like eighty-seven. To me, that's a sin. You start at the beginning. That actually wouldn't take that long, because you would skip around until you find the part where we are saying the movie stats, and then if there's no guests, then you go to the next one. See, take, not that like, hard. Like two minutes each. Yeah, not that hard. So two minutes times one hundred fifty. That's 300 minutes. You don't have anything better to do. Come on, man. Movie mug and t-shirt on the line. First one who emails me, you get a movie mug and t-shirt. Of your color choice. Of your color choice. And if you want to upgrade, like, for the the, the better blend or the whatever, whatever. The, the, the poly and uh, the cotton blend where it's nice and soft and kind of doesn't uh, doesn't shrink, fuck, man, we'll, uh, we'll do that for you. Yeah. All right. He'll do that for you. Challenge has been put out there. Is anybody man or woman enough to accept that challenge? 
We will find out. Yeah. All right, so Looper, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we're back after watching 2012's Looper. Yep. I think you're going to have to let me explain it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's like, where to begin? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, basically, he's a main character. He is a looper. So what that means is he's basically a hitman that exists in the present day. But since time travel was created in the future, it changes the past. So he's able to have this job where he's basically a hitman and the people from the future uh, have a time machine, and they'll put these criminals in it. Or anybody they want. Yeah, anybody they want, and they will get sent back in time directly in front of a looper with their bag over their head and just get shot, and they tie money to that target. So people in the past are now killing future people for money, and it's just like a big loophole, it seems like, because it's not crime. They never existed. Once you shoot them, they're just poof, gone, and you get money for it. So yeah, he's a looper. But somebody in the future, uh, I can't remember what they called him. It was Sid, the kid. They gave him some crazy name, whatever. He was killing all the loopers by sending themselves in the future back to them, which is weird. So we'll, we'll tie names to it. Bruce Willis is Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the future. They send Bruce Willis to Joseph Gordon-Levitt thinking he's going to shoot him and cap his life right there. He's going to live until... 72 or so, whatever, and that's it. But uh, Bruce Willis gets away, and he wants to kill these three kids who might grow up to be the person who got him sent back to be killed. The Rainmaker. The Rainmaker, that's what it was. So he's trying to kill these three kids, while Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like, I need to kill him to get my old life back because now all my friends are hunting me because not killing your future self is like illegal to them. So he's being hunted down. He wants to kill Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis wants to kill these kids so he can poof back to the future with his wife and just live the rest of his life out. So they're kind of like fighting each other, but they have common enemies. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's got to hide. So he runs to this farm, which happens to be one of the addresses where one of the children that Bruce Willis is going to kill is. And the kid happens to be the Rainmaker. So Bruce Willis shows up to kill him. Uh, things get complicated. Joseph Gordon-Levitt ends up changing the future. So Sid, the kid, does not become the Rainmaker by killing himself, which then makes Bruce Willis, who's aiming the gun at the kid, die, just disappear. So he changes the future so Sid doesn't grow up with seeing his mom die in front of his eyes and be salty and try and kill every looper. He changes everything. I feel like that was decent. It was. I tried to not go too far into any explanation as to make it the least amount of convoluted as I can. Except I had the pause button press. You're going to have to do the whole thing again. You're kidding. I am kidding. Yeah. That would be hard, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's that's happened before. Not with the 50 cent tour. I know. I think you did a pretty good job. I think you did a pretty good job. You lost me a little bit, but so did the movie. So so it's okay. He had to pause it and I had to explain it to him. Then we went downstairs. I explained it to mom. Just the the whole time travel thing. What's the future what's the past what it just once you learn that you're in the present and the present is only like this because of the way the future affected the present it just it gives (laughs) me it gives me tired head (laughs) like i was okay with back to the future 
Well, that's like, like I, shit, I, I, I understood that when when family members started disappearing out of the picture and his hands started disappearing while he's, he's playing the guitar. His mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that's about as deep as as future past shit that my brain will really allow me to fully understand without cliff notes. It's definitely really weird, but once I got it, it makes perfect sense. It's very similar to Terminator. I never seen it. So the Terminator. He comes back to kill a kid who later rises up to... Fuck the future. Yeah. Basically similar. <laughs> kind of like that. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. In a future society, time travel exists, but it's only available to those with the means to pay for it on the black market. When the mob wants to eliminate someone, it sends the target into the past where a hitman known as a looper lies in wait to finish the job. Joe, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is one such hired gun, and he does his job well. Until the day his bosses decide to close the loop and send Joe's future self, Bruce Willis, back in time to be killed. By Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to kill himself. Yeah. All right. So first of all, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He looked fucking terrible. Prosthetics. He had prosthetics? They tried to make him look like Bruce Willis as a younger guy. Oh. I had a, I couldn't get past it because. I said something about it. You did. You didn't tell me. Well, I'd already looked it up on my phone by then. I was like, this is not right. Did they animate it? What the fuck did they do? Why did they do that? I didn't notice. I've seen Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a kid in one of the last movies we did. He was in that movie where they took that pill and that turned into a a sea monkey or something. There's Project Power. Yeah. Which he looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in. Has a lot of plosives. And then, like, the last, what was the movie where he- Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, and I saw him in that. So I was like, maybe he just looks different in this. I look over at you, and I was like, he sometimes doesn't look like Joseph (laughs) Gordon-Levitt. I know, I know. Because at some parts, he did. And at some parts, it was like, what what happened to his mouth? He's a handsome young man. Don't do that to him. Well, they they just thought the audience would be outraged. they, They wouldn't be outraged. Yeah, I mean, they look, could have just you, gotten someone who looked more like him, maybe. Or, look, you have to suspend belief, okay, for a lot of things. So at first you might be like, well, there's no way Bruce Willis looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt when he was younger. But once you get past that, it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to take so much time to make somebody look so much different. And I saw maybe a couple mannerisms that were Bruce Willis-ish, but not enough for that, man. He was fucking hard to look at. Yeah. According to this article, it says, thanks to three hours in the makeup chair each morning, the actor transformed into a younger version of Bruce Willis for the role. He I, never looked like Bruce Willis. No. They, they fucked up by making him, they hit him with the thing they took in Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like before they were fully done transforming and they yep. like fucked up. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Minority Report. When he puts the shot in his neck and it fucks his face. So that they can't recognize him when he goes back to get oh, okay. the, the bald girl. Yeah. All right. So according to Screen Rant, it says it was a three-hour daily process. After taking cast of both actors' faces, the makeup artist constructed a pair of lip pieces, upper and lower, and a nose attachment to be the main additions to Gordon Levitt's profile. The actor's ears were also pulled back further, and he'd wear both false eyebrows and blue contact lenses. So that was something, the main thing I noticed was his upper lip was gone. Yeah. He had like a red like 
line from a pen, and then his bottom lip looked massive with it. It, it also says that... He was unsettling looking. Looking like Bruce Willis, which he did not. No. Was only half the battle. Gordon Levitt also had to sound like his on-screen future self. Did he sound like Bruce Willis? I can't pick out like Bruce Willis's specific I, sound. I didn't think he really had a no, specific sound. I, I get that they tried. I don't think they needed to. And I didn't like it at all. He looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt who got plastic surgery. Botched. Which typically when people get plastic surgery, I think they look worse. And It depends on what they get. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if, look, if, if Madonna, why do you still look 20? If Owen Wilson got plastic surgery to fix that nose, then that would be, okay, he looks better. But it was hard to look at. Like, it really, really bothered me it, to look at. It didn't bother me like that because I didn't know what was going on. You obviously picked up fast and then Googled it. Like, I didn't even realize it was anything to Google. I just thought he just looks a little different in no, this movie. I was like, this... So it, it didn't take me out like it took you out because I feel like now you're going to give the movie like a 12... No. Because I feel like that's all you could watch. It was hard, man. It was really hard to get past <laughs> that. He looked terrible. Okay, the article goes on to say, the prosthetic effects created several problems both on set and behind the scenes, as well as somewhat hindering Gordon Levitt's ability to express emotion. There was an incident while filming the sex scene. There wasn't a fucking sex scene. There wasn't. Uh, between Joe and Emily Blunt's character, uh, Sarah, where the passionate kiss between the pair dislodged his false nose. Maybe that's why we didn't get to see much of the sex scene. Maybe. But three hours a day in the chair to look like that? I really don't really get what they were going for. <laughs> they were trying to make him look like a young Bruce Willis. Yeah, but young Bruce Willis had, like, why didn't they make him fucking shave his head? Did, did and you? have, like, a receding hairline? Because young Bruce Willis still didn't have hair. I, I don't I don't really know. It, it, didn't, it didn't work for me. And you looked nothing like how you did when you were, like... Well, yeah, I guess when you're like twenty something, like no, uh, I, I still have Joseph Gordon Levitt was supposed to be, but I still have my senior ID from when I was in high school. Oh, I thought and like senior as in senior citizen. No, I was like, off. what I, is? This? I haven't got that yet. <laughs> and I've showed that to people before, and they're like, no, that's not you. No, it isn't. And I'd hold it up to my face. They're like, that looks nothing like you. So, look, people look a lot fucking different. I don't look like me whenever I was like. Like five or six years ago. But then again, there's some people who can look at a, at a newborn baby and say, oh, they look exactly like you. Bullshit. No, They're, they don't. They look like every other fucking newborn baby, except some of them have fucking cone heads and some of them have more hair and, and different head. shades. They they look fucking pretty much just like a newborn baby. What is a cone head? you never seen a, a cone head baby? No. Really? <laughs> like search up newborn no. cone head. Like, my cousin had a fucking cone head when, when he came I'm out. I'm thinking of, like, a bulldog with a cone on its head. That's pretty much not how my cousin looked when he came out. Newborn cone head. <laughs> <laughs> See? Ew, how'd it get so elongated? I don't know, man. That lady needed to push faster. <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you see when they were... Well, of course you saw. You watched the movie with me. <laughs> when they were showing his life... You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then he's getting older, and he's an yeah. assassin. Did you see the part where Bruce Willis had the the fucking the hairdo that was like, it was kind of long and almost getting in his eye, almost like an emo haircut? Emo? I, emo? Emo haircut. Emo, yeah. I, I don't remember. Oh, no. I remember when it was, he's getting older and older and older and older, but... He had the, longish, like, hair, and the it was only so one, bad. The only one I remember 
is every time it op- he opened up the floorboard and there was less and less money, and when he saw his wife for the first time. I don't remember the... No, it was when he was doing the assassinating things, and it was kind of like the... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, hanging out the car. Boom, 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 boom. But he had... Yeah, the- and his hair, like... Like, you know how, like, Elvis had, like, the one? Uh-huh. Yeah, he... Or, like, Crybaby, whatever. He had, like, four hang- yes. hanging on the side. It looks... Yeah, I do remember that. Bruce Willis with hair, it just doesn't seem right at all. Is Bruce Willis even, like, that highly coveted of an actor? I mean, he's in Pulp Fiction, he's in Die Hard 1 through 12. Like, when I think of him, I definitely hold him at, like, a high pedestal, but I don't know why. I mean, he's a movie star. I mean, you know, Die Hard, that was one of the biggest movies, action movies of, of all time. Yeah. And he's likable. You know, he, he plays himself pretty much in every movie, but himself is good. He's like the the fun, kick-ass uncle who's adventurous, who... You know, when you go over to your grandfather's house and he's there, you hang out with him, you know, in the garage and he's drinking a beer and he's telling you stories and maybe he lets you, I don't know, play with his knife or play with a gun or something like that. He's just one of those people that's just really, really easy to like, I think. But is you said he plays himself. Do you think he actually plays himself or just the character that he's been given in every movie he's been in? Okay, yeah, I think he just plays the character. Because I feel like he's been, like, typecasted or whatever, like, where he's one of those people in Hollywood who can't do anything else. And even if they wanted to and they really could, they never will be given the opportunity to. You know, like, I I saw this thing... I can't remember what actress it was, but she like left Hollywood because she was always like the bitchy cheerleader type, like Hayden Panettiere or one of those regular looking white blonde ladies. Yeah. So I I don't know. I wonder if he really is somewhat like that. Maybe he's become like that after every movie. I mean, just just thinking about it, Sixth Sense, he was a little different. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it might have a lot to do with his look too. Right, he's just he's just Bruce Willis, and you just kind of see him His name is always being Bruce Willis, and even when he's dressed up in a suit and stuff, I don't know, he's still in some way the the same guy. Which I mean, Captain Obvious, there he is the same guy, but I don't know, he's he's an anomaly, I think, as far as that goes. His name has so much star quality, Bruce Willis. Damn. So I, I think pedestal because of Die Hard, pedestal because he's likable. You know, you never see a movie that he's in and you're like, man, I fucking hate that guy. You you like always yeah. like him, pretty much. It's true. Even in this movie, he wasn't hateable, even though he was going around wanting to kill kids. Yeah, I definitely was on his side at first, but they started killing the kids and I was like, well, I guess he's the bad guy now. Yeah, but bottom line is with, with the makeup with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which didn't hit the mark, I would have almost rather they get somebody else to play Bruce Willis's role, who maybe looked more like Joseph Gordon-Levitt older than try to do the, let's try to make a guy who looks nothing like Bruce Willis whatsoever to look like Bruce Willis. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of being a little movie snobbish right now during this episode, (laughs) but things things bothered me in this movie. What else bothered you? How long it was, and I thought... Just like you last week with True Grit, I thought there could have been a lot more cool shit in the but middle. True Grit was a fucking horrible movie. No, I disagree. <laughs> but we, well, hold up right there because it's, it's interesting because that is our biggest point differential of any movie 
of all time in movie <laughs> mugging. You gave it a 29. I gave it an 85. So 56 point differential. Yeah. Your aunt was not very happy either. Well, <laughs> she, she basically said something like, Jack doesn't know shit about Westerns. Like, I'd rather just like, it's, it's like reading the dictionary for an hour and 30 minutes or whatever. That's ridiculous. That's and ridiculous. it's definitely more entertaining You, you that, just, you, God. you want everything to be a fucking shootout. That's what no, you want all your movies to be. There's, this should have been more action-y for the kind yeah. of movie it was. I get it. For, for me in this movie, there was just felt like too much filler and not enough thriller, I guess. Why? <laughs> but I I don't know, man. The there ma- maybe I, there should have been more shootouts. There should have been some sort of I mean, because the biggest shootout was lame. Because Bruce Willis, he's just too old. I can't watch him do all this stuff. And no, it was pretty good when he pulled out those two. When he had the machine guns. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed that. And he was mowing down all the people, Matrix wannabes. I I liked the shootout before he akimboed the P90s. When he was just in the hall, and he turned the... They, I like how they called their pistols gats. I thought that was cool. That's stupid. <laughs> but I like how he turned the gat around on the character everyone hates and shot him. And I was like, yeah! And he killed everyone else. I thought that was cool. I thought it was also cool whenever he was going to be looped, and he beat the fuck out of all those guys. Remember? Yeah. yeah. That was cool. But once he akimboed... It started to look increasingly like it just looked bad, like the way he's like moving his arms because he's shooting those guns and everything. And then he shoots a guy and some guy falls onto him perfectly like that. And so he can go under his arms and meat shield him. I didn't like that part. I thought there should have been more combat, like the P90, cool looking submachine gun for sure. But the blunderbuss, I thought that was cool. Nobody knows what the fuck that is. It was the shotgun, basically, a scatter gun, if you will, that the loopers used. Oh. That was just like a little, like, tube. Looks like an exhaust pipe. Yeah, and it had 15 yards, and you couldn't hit anything beyond that. There should have been fights with those, especially because the way they were using them, they would, like, flip them and stuff. Like, whenever he went to kill himself at the end, he, like, flipped it like that, and it was just, it looked cool. There should have definitely been some bloody shotgun battles and a cooler drug for sure. I mean, there there were definitely, like, points of this movie where you could tell they just, like, wanted something like that there. 100%. didn't commit. I I really liked this movie. I really did. And I, I think this is one of those times where I can just kind of ignore some shortcomings because I got wrapped up in it. Like the drug, I, I did say eye drops. Why eye drops? That's annoying, because you drop it in your eyes and you get fucked up. But they, they didn't. But even do really, you really get fucked no, up? No, they didn't really show how cool the drug could be. You like, saw Joseph Gordon-Levitt had withdrawals, and then when they were on it, his friend was standing up in the back of a car. There was a convertible. Like that's in a lot of other movies where they're yeah, not fucked up. Girls do that when they're going to prom in the limousine. I mean, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You know. Right? <laughs> There's probably nobody who loves a good drug scene more than Vince and Jack. You know, when... Slow-mo. Slow-mo. Oh, always or, go back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's really, it's really addictive, cool. and I haven't even taken it. Even even Midsummer, where they took the mushrooms, and yeah. it, she had, like, grass growing out of her hand, and just everything was kind of moving. And mm-hmm. I love it when they do a good drug thing. So if you're going to go through the trouble of trying to have what you think is going to look like a cool drug in a movie, then 
fucking let us see some shit, man. Actually go for it. Yeah. It's like, what was the fucking point of making them on drugs? I don't know. There wasn't one <laughs> at, at all. It, it added absolutely nothing to the story. Also, the stripper he liked, like that was stupid. They shouldn't have had that. No. The only point she was, uh, reason she was in it um, was she was the mother of one of the kids that uh, supposedly could have been the rain, uh, rainmaker. Yeah. They, but yeah. They, he, they really could have just made that. He just like found it. Somehow. Random like the first kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. so there was three possible kids that were born on the same day in the same hospital, and any one of them could have been the Rainmaker who Bruce Willis's character came back to kill. And he did kill one of them. They didn't show it. And I was surprised. I thought, no, nah, they're not really going to kill a kid. And then he pulled the trigger. Yeah. And I was like, oh. What would have happened if he would have killed the Rainmaker at that point? So I was thinking the same thing. And then... So, so say the first kid he kills turns out to be the Rainmaker. What happens? How would he have known that that was the Rainmaker? Would he have gone back to the past or? So I. Because like he knew it after he killed the kid, like something would have happened because he knew, fuck, I just I murdered can, a kid. I can add it up. So I wasn't sure. And then. Here, you want some scratch paper? No, I got it all in my head, <laughs> <Okay>. but I, <laughs> I'm trying to get it out. So I think it was the farmer lady, Emily Blunt, who asked like, what's going to happen when he does it? And Joseph Gordon-Levitt was like, I guess in his head, when he kills the Rainmaker, he's going to poof back to the future just like he just appeared in here. So he's thinking he's going to kill it and that all of the Rainmaker's actions will have actually never happened, which would cause him to go back like nothing ever happened. It's all a convoluted mess. It's really hard with time travel to keep it correct. There's no time travel movie where everything makes sense. And I think that might be part of, I think I probably sound a little frustrated, and and I am, because I don't like to fucking have to try to figure shit out in my brain and, and think about you, shit when you I'm watching something like this. I did today. I only had a meeting. Like, I can appreciate a good um, time travel movie. Didn't just see one, but I, I you know, I, I, can, I can appreciate it. This one, it was just too, it was just... I don't know. It was just fucking frustrating to me. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he, he actually killed a kid, and which I was actually surprised about. And then... Most movies don't have the balls. And then the, the stripper, he was going to kill that kid. Did he kill the kid? I don't know. It was I mean, kind of... No, he went there to kill it, and then that terrible actor was there and shocked him or whatever. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. And then the third kid, who was the Rainmaker, he had some special kind of telekinesis powers or whatever. Where it's weird that telekinesis just existed in this universe too, which is another fucking it, weird thing that they felt added in. Like they're like, we want something really cool in our movie. How about telekinetic powers? But why they didn't fit in? No. <laughs> so you can spin a quarter between your fingers in the air or something. All they needed was this kid to have some cool powers because everybody else's powers was a fucking party trick, and that was it. Like, they couldn't, like, fucking open a door or shut a door. All they could do is, like, spin a fucking Zippo in the air. But this kid could make you float and then make your chest, like, burst open. Which was pretty fucking cool. And, yeah, yeah, so, here, you say whatever you're going to say, and then we'll get into that. Yeah, just so when he would get upset, he... He lost control. Yeah, and he would just kind of start yelling, and then if you were in the room, your body would float up in the air, kind of like in Hereditary, mm-hmm. and one of the guys, which you you pointed out, was the uh, bad guy from Braven. Yeah. 
I really like that guy. Yeah, he um, was floating up in the air, and then you just see his chest kind of just turning into like a bloody pulp mess. There was no impact, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Just a big like river of blood started slowly like... It's like zero gravity, and I think the scene was in slow motion. Mm -hmm. Um, It just like blood just started like flowing in masses out of his chest, and he's like, ah... That was really cool. That was cool. And the kid, I thought he's a really good fucking actor. I loved the kid. He was cute, too. Most kids that age, they're not going to get the dialogue and the facial features and the emotions and everything right. Yeah. They're a kid that young, you're going to get what you get. And normally it's like, eh, I mean, okay, he mm-hmm. did the best he could, but he... He was like full-blown actor. He really was. He got shot in the face, too. That was a weird scene to watch. <laughs> yeah. He got shot like in the jaw by... um. Bruce Willis and his head just like, what? but then he like slowly sat up and they were in a cane field for like a big part of the movie. All this shit started rising up off the ground and Bruce Willis is looking around and Bruce Willis starts floating and he's looking at the kid, giving him like this horrible look with the gunshot exit wound on his cheek. Yeah, that was good. And Bruce Willis, he started breathing fast because he knew he was fucked uh, that I, I liked the whole final showdown. I thought that that totally worked for me. Yeah. Because and even when Joseph Gordon Levitt showed up in the ice cream truck, that wasn't an ice cream truck. That <laughs> like was an ice cream truck. That was just the truck. It was full of money yeah. that uh, Bruce Willis took there because like- he was going to try to bribe, like, hey, here's all this money. Get the fuck out of here and let me do what I want to do. But of course, Joseph Gordon Levitt loved the kid and banged the mom instantly. Well, yeah. She hit that little frog booty call. And, I uh, know. He came, he came running on up there, and she was down. He was down. Good deal. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that end scene was actually quite good. I thought it looked cool when he killed himself. I I, I, I thought that you would be mad about that. I, I At first, I had like a, what the, like I wanted to see him shoot Bruce Willis in the face, and I didn't get that, but it was like a bit heartwarming, and I, I would have been annoyed if they did it any other way. But the fact that he was standing there powerless, looking at Bruce Willis, aiming the gun at uh, Emily Blunt, and he was going to kill her and then kill the kid, and then the Rainmaker would be born, and this whole story was a loop for nothing. And he realized that, and I liked how he, you know, like he, (laughs) I did the motion and made a noise. Y'all only heard the noise. I'm so bad at that. Great for an audio podcast. He did this cool, like fancy looking flip with his shotgun and placed the end of the barrel like over his chest and he was like i saw that this was a loop finally so i end it boom and it was cool to me that the mom got to go back see all that money and see his dead body and realized what he had done for them emily blunt raising more kids without a man yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow the the fucking the quintessential single mom in movies now Mm mm-hmm yeah, so if you're the guy starring in a movie with Emily Blunt and there's kids involved, your character's going to die. Just know you're going to get paid and you won't have to do as much work. <laughs> and it's going to happen 100% of the time based on the only two movies that I've seen that I can recall yep. right now that Emily Blunt's in with kids. But she's a, uh, you know, she's married to John Krasinski, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That drives your mother crazy. What? Oh, yeah, because it's Pam. Mm-hmm. It's not Pam. Right. Do you actually believe that, uh, that was her name, Karen? Rashida Jones, yeah. is that her name? Did you actually like her better than Pam? Or do you only say that to fuck with mom? I think she's hotter than Pam. Well, yeah, Pam is a lot more like... Girl next door. 
She's good looking, but there's just like she's pretty. Yeah, for sure. There's just something about her. I don't know if it's girl next door. It's like she looks like she makes straight A's because she like really wants to, uh-huh. and that she she volunteers at like 19 different shelters, works like 90 hour weeks between her job, school, and the shelters, just because she's so passionate and loving. It's like people like that, like good for you, but don't be around me because I can't handle that. <laughs> You're too nice for Jack. Like, I don't want that. Like, but I was just wondering if you actually <laughs> were on that side because when you say it to mom, she gets mad. I know. And really defensive, even though she hasn't watched an episode of that show in like five years. I'll make like a little collage of the two of them. And, and I'll <laughs> She'll put, get all mad. Uh-huh, I'll put like a heart and forever on there and I'll just text it to her. And, she'll, she'll be like, no, stop it. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so fuck, Mary kill, Pam, Karen, and uh, Jan. I'll marry Pam, obviously. Now here comes the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, because Jan's hot, and so is Karen. I don't want to kill either of them. I guess I'd fuck Jan and then kill Karen. That's rough, <laughs> but... <laughs> It's a rough one. Well, you have to marry Pam. Yeah. And you can't I, marry Jen. She's a nut job. But you know she's good in the sack. Yeah, you, exactly. You know she's a freak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And so, she got that boob job. Yes, she did. <laughs> and you can watch that plasma TV in their bedroom while you're going at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like five-inch plasma TV. There's a, a blooper for that where um, Krasinski just cannot hold it together when Michael is showing off his TV and like it pulls out from the wall like three inches. Yeah. It just gets him every time. I don't watch that. Oh, it's so good. You watch Office bloopers all the time, don't you? Weren't you staying yeah. up late the other night? You said that you were just watching Office stuff? Yeah. You didn't see that one? I wasn't watching bloopers. Oh. It was more like highlights, like best conference room moments. In a video, and there's multiple parts. Oh, or, that'd be good. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, I've just been watching a lot of because I've seen most of that show probably multiple times. I quit watching it. When, well, yeah, when Will Ferrell becomes a thing, you don't want to watch it anymore. And then James Spader and Kathy Bates and her dogs. When yeah. Michael went away, it's over. He, even though all the supporting actors and actresses were fantastic, it's the Michael Scott show. Yeah. Have you ever seen an episode of The British Office? No, but I know it's Ricky Gervais, Gervais, whatever, um, is Michael Scott. I have no interest in it. Ricky Gervais is hilarious, though. I've The only thing I can base that off of is when he was at the Emmys and he said, everyone, like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. He's so, so great. And he holds no punches. Like, he just fucking goes. He doesn't give a shit who he offends. Okay. They could be sitting right in front of him and he, he just throws out truth bombs about how <laughs> shitty of a person they are, or he doesn't fucking care. But the only reason I wouldn't be interested in watching the British version is because I've already seen the American version. But it's interesting to compare. Yeah, but that's all I'm going to be able to do. I'm not just going to be able to watch it. It's going to be compare, 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 all that. And it's like, yeah, might as well not. It's more work than it is fun. But it, it was a, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting watch. All right, let's just get to favorite parts. I just like the concept a lot. Um, time travel's cool. If it's not too, 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 too convoluted, I can understand it. And I feel like I have a, I got a pretty good grasp on this movie from the start, so I was able to get into it. And just to see time travel, hit, Hitman, 
a hitman is like one of the coolest like things. There's a whole game series about it, and they made two dog shit movies based on the game. Leon the Professional. It's just it's so cool. It's so cool to see this kind of twist on it, and I, I just love that. I don't disagree with that. I think it was an interesting concept, and I and I I like movies with hitmen too. And and I thought, yeah, it's it was kind of cool. Uh, my my favorite part was when the bad guys showed up at the farmhouse, and the little boy was coming downstairs, uh, and uh, the little boy's supposed to be out of town. So if he gets caught, this whole thing, and he yeah. and he started falling down the stairs. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt was running over there to save him from falling. Mm-hmm. And you see Emily Blunt's character is running over there, too. It looks like she's going to save him, too. And rather than her saving the boy, she jumps on Joseph Gordon-Levitt and knocks him out of the house to save his life because she knows yeah. his the son's about, to, about go, to freak out. Yeah. And that's whenever the bad guy from Braven gets mm-hmm. lifted up, his chest blows open, and then the whole house just kind of like blows yeah, up. Because I didn't know what was coming, and to see That's my favorite her part, saving scene. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I was like, what's, whoa, you and know? Then, oh. Yeah, so that was my favorite part. All right, uh, bucket of chicken? I'm going to give it to the kid. Okay. I and mean, he was probably the best actor. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was good. I think Bruce Willis was good. I think Emily Blunt was good. But uh, definitely to the kid. He was awesome. The kid had it. <laughs> he he had mean, that he, magic. He really, really had it. And it was weird just to see a kid that you, you're thinking is that young that is that, is that good. And so uh, he's going to get my bucket of chicken as well. All right, score time. I'll give it a 91. Are you? I really like this movie. Nothing ever took me out of it. I can look in hindsight and agree with a lot of the things you're saying. But I feel like you, uh, since we did pause it at like 20 minutes and I had to like kind of help you with the time travel part, that'll take you out of a movie faster than anything. If you watch it for 20 minutes and are like already lost and it's just, you've kind of lost 20 minutes already. Don't make excuses for me. Well, I'm just saying like, that'll take you out of a movie fast. So like that didn't happen to me. If it did that I'd be given this movie a much, much, much worse score is what I'm trying to say. Like it's, that's how, why I've given movies horrible scores before is cause I'm like, what it like getting checked out early sucks. But I, I'm like, I feel bad for you that that happened. But even if it didn't, I feel like you <laughs> would have given it this like 54 or whatever you're about to do. Uh, 50. <laughs> yeah, and I did not like this movie. I thought it was a bad movie. It was a cool concept. Joseph Gordon-Levin looked stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, and that took me out of it. This this movie had its moments that were good, and that's what got me up to a 50. I just didn't like it. That's fair. I just didn't like it. Which, it sucks, because a movie with this like original kind of concept, they should do everything they can to make it the most ultimate thing because then if it is, they might be able to extend off of it, you know? I think they thought they did. Yeah, I guess I kind of think so too. Yeah. Yeah, they could have done better, but you know, I, this is, I definitely really like this movie. It, it's been a while since you've picked a movie that really hurt my mood. And that's what's going on here. Like, I've been struggling oh, during this episode. Maybe and you're used not to, used to it. You used to pick them all the time. Your tolerance is low for the... I wouldn't call this a jack pick, but in the sense that it's fucking with you, it is a jack pick. Yeah, because you used to pick movies all the time, and I would just struggle. Like, I just, I fucking hated it, and it would just bother me talking about it. (laughs) That's what's going on here. I did not like this movie, 
and therefore I've not been in the greatest of moods um, <laughs> during this podcast. I've had that with movies before, but usually for me that escalates into like, oh, there need to be more blood or something. Yeah. But for you, it manifests into like a personality shutdown or something. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you can't handle it. Yeah, you're going to have to close this thing out. It wasn't Borat. That's a jack pick. Well, yeah. And intentionally, like, stitches as a jack pick, that kind of stuff. This one just happened to be a pick I made that uh, <laughs> particularly messed with my father here. Yeah, just didn't like it. Uh, so that's it. I was trying to say what you always say. Oh, got anything else? Nope. <laughs> We're doing this. Okay. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we say it every time. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, check this movie out. It's on Netflix. See for yourself. Or don't. Yeah, or don't. Uh, listen to the grouchy old fuck over there. Uh, stay tuned for episode 151 next week. Does you mean 181? N- uh, no, 151. I remembered. Um, it will be... Vince's pick. Uh, let's see what he does. Um, hopefully, it'll be uh, something he likes better than this movie, uh, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> uh, moviemuggin.com. Check it out. We've got cool merch. You can go uh, peruse there. See if you want anything like the saltine shirt or uh, my band shirt. Um, I don't know if they're on sale. I don't know how much they cost. They go on sale all the time. So if you sign up for hey, it, this is mine. Uh, if you sign up for it, uh, and back to you, uh, a lot of times they'll uh, go on sale for like thirty five percent off for like three, three or four days or something like Boom. that. Boom! There it is. Uh, don't forget the thing, whatever it was, uh, that you could email us, and my dad was going to send you a shirt of your choice. I don't remember the stipulations. My co-host here might. Yeah. So if there was ever an episode where one of us guessed the movie. Based on the uh, introduction of it, the Mormon mothers and all that stuff. If one of us did guess it, let us know what episode it is, and I will send you a movie mug and t-shirt. The first one. First person to do so. Yeah. Um, Via email. Uh, yeah, uh, which is moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, email us. Uh, that's the only way you can talk to us, pretty much. It's at the moviemuggin at gmail.com. That is shift in the number two at moviemuggin at gmail.com. <laughs> Take that out. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, hit us up. Um, You might win a sticker or something. Uh, That's up to uh, Vince's discretion. This is a very long-winded exit, but I feel like yours are, too. No, it's going swimmingly. (laughs) I mean, it's good enough. Uh, Is it? Yeah. uh, Got anything else? I already said no. I know. I was just asking you again. You're you're looking like you do over there. Still got nothing else. Okay. Uh, Have a mugging day. Bye. I've seen a dude fuck a chicken.